Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi, welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly. Today's episode is about how to hack your physiology so that you can reduce the anxiety and overcome the fear response that will come up time and time again in eating disorder recovery. So I'm going to talk a little bit more today about how to address that fear response when it comes up as you're facing the challenges that you have to face in order to get through eating disorder recovery. So let's say you're in recovery from an eating disorder and you've made the decision that today is the day that you're going to jump out the plane and go to a restaurant, order the most terrifying thing on the menu and eat every last morsel of it. And you feel determined and you feel ready and you feel committed to this course of action. You know where you're gonna go and you know what you're gonna order. And then lunchtime comes around and you're starting to feel a little anxious, but it's okay. You're still focused on your plan and you're still thinking, yep, I can do this. And so you head out to the restaurant, battling away any thoughts that are coming up trying to deter you from your course of action and you determinedly enter that restaurant. And then suddenly, before you know what's happened, you've realized with absolute certainty in your mind that this is the worst idea ever. And suddenly you have all these very powerful and rational seeming reasons for why you need to leave this restaurant right now and go home to eat the food you have right there at home. And you've bolted for the exit before anyone else can say anything, or if anyone else does try to persuade you to stay, you flare at them in anger and irritation. Does any of this sound familiar? Now, perhaps you might want to switch the scenario around. Perhaps it's the supermarket you're in and you've gone in there determined that you are going to buy this food that has been terrifying you and challenging you and taunting you for weeks and months now. And you've gone in there with a determination that you're going to go and buy this food. And then you get there and suddenly you have all these very real thoughts about why this is really, really not a good idea. And actually, you don't actually need to buy this food. So just go home, eat the same old food that you have at home and just, you know, you need to eat that get all these powerful thoughts and if anyone's with you and they say come on you're gonna buy this you're just like no get out my way I'm going home leave me alone so I'm sure that anyone who has an eating disorder can relate to this rapid and powerful fear response that can literally surge over them when trying to conquer eating disorder related fears and situations And in an earlier podcast episode, I spoke about 
our rational and emotional brains being at permanent war with each other in recovery and the tug of war that always is going on between your rational brain that kind of knows that this is the right thing to do for recovery and the emotional fear response brain that will come over and hijack the rational brain when it thinks it needs to. So rationally, you can decide to eat a certain food and you can come up with all the reasons why this is an incredibly excellent idea to help you in your recovery. And that processing happens in your prefrontal cortex or your rational brain. But then when the time comes, before you know it, you've fled from or fought away out the situation as your amygdala within your limbic system of the brain hijacks your actions and keeps you from your recovery path. So what can you do then when that powerful fear response starts to take over your mind to prevent the eating disorder or the fear from winning each time you try to challenge it? As you enter a fight or flight fear response, which is what's happening in eating disorder recovery, your brain triggers the release of powerful chemicals. So adrenaline and noradrenaline flood your brain and body causing your heart and breathing rates to speed up, the blood to flow away from your skin surface and digestive system and towards your main muscle groups, so you're ready to run. And you're left feeling trembly, clammy and very agitated. And if you've faced a strong fear situation in eating disorder recovery, then this physical state is likely to be one that you're probably quite familiar with. So if we return to the scenario that we spoke about at the beginning of this episode, where you've entered the restaurant to order and enjoy the meal that terrifies you, with a certain knowledge that it's going to be positive for your recovery, only to find that your fight-or-flight reaction kicks in, I want to talk you through some steps that might help when you're in that situation. So as you start to feel your heart rate speed up and your breathing quicken or notice that you really want to move about more, feeling physically very agitated and realize you're about to exit the building or flee from the situation, if you can try and hack your physiology, it might just help you to reduce your anxiety, ride the fear and just proceed in a calmer state. So the very first thing to do as you notice the anxiety and the fear is increasing is just stop for a minute. You don't need to apply any thought, just stop. Don't run from the recovery scene and don't try to proceed either. Just literally stop. Stop your body, stop your mind. Stay in the moment and just stay there. Just take a moment to try the steps I'm going to talk about to adjust your physiology and shift your body out of the fear-based fight-and-flight stress mode and into a calmer body and hopefully back into a more rational and calmer state of mind so that you then can proceed with the action that you had intended. So the first step I want you to do in this situation is adjust your visual field. So when we're in a stressed or really anxious state, 
as well as our heart rate and breathing increasing, preparing our body to fly or fight. Our visual field also changes. So when we're highly anxious, our field of vision narrows and focuses on a single location. So we become less aware of all our surroundings and much more focused in. In order to return to a calmer body state, you need to stop and deliberately widen your field of vision. So try and imagine that your vision then is on a panoramic mode on your camera. If you're able to, look at the horizon or just look into the general distance and without moving your gaze, just bring into your attention what's on the sides of your visual field, what's above and what's below you. Just really broaden your visual field. And that's one step that can really quickly help to turn off your stress response. Then also focus on your breathing using something called physiological size. So yes, I know you've been told to breathe when you're feeling stressed and anxious, but just hear me out on this one because you might not know about this little breathing hack. So a neuroscientist based in America, he's recently spoken a lot about research that has come out into something called physiological size being an excellent tool when you need to calm yourself down very, very quickly. And physiological size are two quick inhalations followed by a slower exhalation. And if you've ever seen a child crying, then you'll have seen them do this as they reach a peak in their crying or in their tantrum, and as they start to calm themselves down. And you've probably experienced doing it automatically yourself at some stage in your life as well. So it's basically two quick inhalations, followed by a long, slow exhalation. So it's two quick inhalations through your nose and a long, slow exhalation through your mouth. So it's And two or three deliberate physiological sighs are thought to be one of the fastest ways to return the body to normal from a stressed and anxious state. So it's definitely worth a try. And I've tried it when I've been in an anxious state and it definitely, definitely works. Next, I'd recommend that you also aim to relax your body and be still. As I said earlier, when you're entering the fear response and adrenaline is flying about your system, the blood will flow to your main muscles in your arms and legs and you become fidgety, shaky, with strong urges to be physically moving, running from the situation. So therefore, while you're also focusing on your vision and broadening your visual field, doing your physiological size, also deliberately try to bring your body to stillness and relax your muscles. If you can find somewhere to sit down and relax into the seat, being aware of the feel of the seat beneath you, then that's definitely gonna help. Because if you can do that, then you will trick your brain into understanding that the need to run, to escape, or be pumped up to fight is actually not valid, as despite being still, the perceived immediate threat that your brain has picked up on is not causing you any harm. 
So that's going to trick your brain into thinking, okay, I'm relaxed here. My muscles are relaxed. I'm sitting. I'm relaxed. It's going to enable your brain to feel safe enough to switch out of the fear mode. So if you can use these three simple hacks when in a recovery situation that's causing your fear reaction to kick in and hijack yet another recovery challenge attempt, it might just be enough to pull your body and mind out of that automatic fight-flight, not able to apply rational thought mode, and back into a space of feeling relaxed and safe enough to reevaluate your situation remember what you're doing and why, and then proceed towards that recovery situation with a renewed and determined focus. Because once you're in a physical and mental space again in which you're not bolting for the nearest exit, you can then remind yourself what you're doing and why, because you don't want to stay sick forever, and then carry on with the activity that created that fear response in the first place. But ultimately, in the scenario I've been speaking about in this episode, once you've managed to calm yourself sufficiently to stay in that restaurant, you're likely to still be a little jittery and anxious. So now it's time, you've managed to make yourself stay, now it's time to reappraise those physical sensations of anxiety and turn it into not fear, but excitement that you're in this restaurant and you get pumped up about the fact that you're here, you're about to kick that eating disorder where it hurts the most and as hard as you can. And you tell yourself that you're doing this, you're recovering and you're ready to attack, not the people trying to get you to eat, but the illness instead. And then you proceed and you order that huge meal you planned with glee and excitement and decide to enjoy every last bite of it because you can. And from personal experience too, I wouldn't mind betting that when you do get through and eat the meal you had set out to, you will then experience a true high caused by a cocktail of chemicals including endorphins, adrenaline and dopamine which will make you feel truly incredible. And believe it or not, you might just find you want more of that great feeling and feel ready to take on another terrifying challenge straight away. And if that urge does hit, then you have to keep going for the sake of your recovery and the sake of your future life. So I hope that something in this episode has been helpful to you. And I really hope that you manage to blast through a few more terrifying situations in your recovery so that you get closer to your final recovered state. I'm Helly, and I'll speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.